بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته أهلا وسهلا ومرحبا بكم Welcome back to our program on the du'as from the Quran and Sunnah I am near Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us beautiful supplications in the Qur'an. Some of them we are quite familiar with because they are in fact entangled in our cultural practices and our ceremonies of adhkar. For example, in what we refer to as the fuwawirk, which would translate to English as the pre-ibadah, so an, a sort of an introductory form of adhkar, we find various ayat and supplications from the Qur'an and Sunnah. From among this, there is the last two verses of Surah Al-Baqarah, which is sometimes included as the recitation, starting from Lillahi ma fi samawat, and sometimes coming specifically as a supplication, and sometimes as a combination of both. These two verses of Surah Al-Baqarah are very significant for a variety of reasons. Number one, the revelation is quite unique. The revelation of the last two verses of Surah Baqarah came down along with Surah Al-Fatiha. And as the hadith narrated in the Sahih of Imam Al-Bukhari uh, states, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Ala Alihi Wa Sahbihi Wa Sallam, he heard a noise from above and Jibreel lifted his sight to the sky and he said, this is a door that was opened just now in heaven and it was never opened before. So an angel came down through the door to the Prophet ﷺ and said, Receive the good news of two lights that you have been given and which no prophet before you was given. And the first one was the Fatiha, Surah Al-Fatiha, and the second was the last ayah in Surah Al-Baqarah. The angel said, You will not read a letter of them, but you will be granted its reward. I think I mentioned that the hadith was reported by Imam Bukhari, but it's actually in the Sahih of Imam Muslim, as well as in the Sunan of Imam Al-Nasai. And then furthermore, there are other attributes to these recitations. For example, the Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said in the Sahih of Imam Al-Bukhari, this is the initial narration, مَنْ قَرَأَ بِالْآيَتَيْنِ مِنْ آخِرِ سُورَةِ الْبَقَرَةِ Whosoever reads the last two verses of Surah Al-Baqarah, في ليلة during the night كفتاه they will suffice him meaning they will suffice him in whichever form Allah knows best perhaps in protection because it certainly does uh, bring about a sense of protection but perhaps also in other ways uh, that Allah alone is aware of so the supplication that we derive from this particular portion of the Quran as I said it should be familiar to us it reads ربنا لا تؤاخذنا إن نسينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين So this as a supplication means the following ربنا أو our Lord لا تؤاخذنا Do not take us to task إن سينا If we forget أو أخطأنا Or if we make a mistake ربنا أو our Lord ولا تحمل علينا Do not cause us to carry إسرا A burden 
كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا as you have caused those before us to carry ربنا او oh اولود ولا تحملنا do not burden us ما لا طاقة لنا به with what we have no control over no ability over واعف عنا pardon us واغفر لنا forgive us وارحمنا and have mercy on us أنت مولانا You are our supreme master. Fansurna, so assist us. kafirin against the disbelieving people. The beauty of this supplication is truly felt and appreciated when looking at the two last verses of Surah Al-Baqarah as a whole. And the two last verses commence with Lillahi ma fi samawati wa ma fi al-ard. To Allah belongs everything in the heavens and everything in the earth. And whether you conceal that which is within yourself, or whether you keep it hidden, or rather the other way, whether you reveal what is within yourself or you keep it hidden, concealing it, then Allah will take you to task for it. So he will forgive whomsoever he wills. وَيُعَذِّبُ مَنْ يَشَاءُ And he will punish whomsoever he wills. وَاللَّهُ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ And Allah is powerful over all things. So if one ponders into this verse, it becomes quite apparent that there is something in it that would, that would naturally concern us. And it concerned the companions, the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum as well. And that is... The verse seemingly explains or announces that whether we keep our thoughts and our intentions and our desires hidden within us or whether we act upon them and carry them through, that Allah is not only aware of them, but يحاسبكم, that Allah will take you to task for it. يحاسبكم به الله So Allah will take you to account for it. And then, فَيَغْفِرُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ وَيُعَذِّبُ مَنْ يَشَاءُ And then he will choose who to forgive and who to punish. And Allah is powerful over all things. So this apparent meaning, that regardless of whether you keep your thoughts and your, your inclinations hidden within yourself, or whether you reveal it and act upon it, you'll still be taken to task for it. So the Sahaba, they came to the Prophet ﷺ out of concern because anything that would affect their akhirah concerned them. You know, so if it's something that they felt uh, would put them at the back foot or would put them in a compromised position in the akhirah, they were concerned about it. So out of the concern for the akhirah, they come to the Prophet ﷺ and they ask him, Ya Rasulullah, will we be taken to task even if we conceal that which is within ourselves? And the Prophet ﷺ, in a sense, rebuked them for their response to the verse. And instead, they should have given a different response. And as a result of this, they of course immediately explained that, no, they believe. They, they completely submitted and they completely adhere to what the Qur'an says. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then reveals, آمَنَ الرَّسُولُ بِمَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْهِ The Messenger believes in what has been revealed to him from his Lord. Wal-mu'minun and the believers. Kullun amana billah. All of them believe in Allah 
and his angels and his books and his messengers. We do not differentiate between any of them. In other words, we do not reject any of them. We accept all of the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as opposed to other monotheistic religions in the world. And they say, we have heard and we have obeyed. Ghufranaka, your forgiveness, Rabbana, O oh our Lord, wa masir, and to you is our return. So this is the response captured in uh, this particular verse, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala further reveals, La yukallifullahu nafsan illa wus'aha. Allah will not burden a soul except to its capacity. Meaning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will only place burdens upon us that He knows we can bear. Subhanallah. لَهَا مَا كَسَبَتْ For it, in other words, the nafs, is whatever it earns of good or evil. وَعَلَيْهَا مَا كَسَبَتْ And against it is also whatever it earns. رَبَّنَا And then the dua comes. Now we can see. Think about the beauty of what just transpired, the response of the Sahaba, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then this supplication follows. O oh, our Lord, رَبَّنَا لَا تُؤَاخِذْنَا إِنَّ نَسِينَا أَوْ أَخْطَأْنَا O our Lord, do not take us to task if we forget or if we make a mistake. رَبَّنَا وَلَا تَحْمِلْ عَلَيْنَا إِسْرًا كَمَا حَمَلْتَهُ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِنَا Do not cause us to carry a burden as those before us have carried. رَبَّنَا وَلَا تُحَمِّلْنَا مَا لَا طَاقَةَ لَنَا بِهِ And do not cause us to be burdened with that which we have no ability over. Pardon us, forgive us, and have mercy on us. Anta Mawlana, you are our supreme master. Fansurna ala al kafirin. So assist us against the disbelieving people. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to say the supplication with the earnestness and the sincerity that the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum said it. Because it also teaches us that no, Allah does not take us to task for what we have no control over. But he only takes us to task for those things that we have control over. So the thoughts that we call fleeting thoughts or we don't act upon it, Allah won't take us to task for that. Only that which we entertain, that which we engage in, and that which we become determined for. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Jazakumullah khairan wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammad walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.